Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another special episode of the Simply Awesome Podcast. This week, me and Royal, we talk about mental health. Uh, we talk about the DMX situation, the Sean Watson situation, and uh, so much more. Uh, not going to hold y'all too long. We're just going to get right into the show. Let's get it. What to do, bro, bro? You can hear me, right? Yes, sir, man. And welcome, everyone, to another special episode of the Simply Awesome Podcast, where me, you know, hashtag Poppy Lima here as always, and my co-host, Royal. Royal Static, let's go. You know what it is? Uh, you know, this is sort of going to be a free-flowing podcast, but, you know what I'm saying, we're going to make it do what it do. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. First, first, we just want to send, um, well, might as well get into it. We want to send our prayers to uh, D- DMX. Yeah, prayers to Dark Man X, man. He was battling his addiction since he was 14 when his mental uh, uh, laces weed that he smoked for the first time, which is not cool. Do not lace people weed. As a very sad story, the man was battling addiction for like what, 30 plus years. It's really sad. Yeah. Hopefully, That's- he's uh, get out the hospital soon. He's uh, he's uh, Breathing his own and all that because it's wild, it's real wild. Yeah, prayers go out to the MX. Those of you who do not know, um, he is recently, uh, he's recently, well, he's currently, um, on life support. Yeah, he re- um, had from, a relapse drug, drug overdose. They say so, he was doing so well, that's crazy. He, but one thing is triggering, and you back at it, so. Yeah, most definitely. So, you know, addiction is uh, definitely a, a big battle, battle that we have here, especially here in the USA with all these different exotic drugs and, and just things, things are just so easy to just get into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. That situation, um, we're just praying for the best. Hope, hopefully, that, you know, he gets better and he's able to, to, pull, to pull through. Yes, yeah, I got that man pull through. Um, this might be like a little darker episode. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, well, uh, is the, the, the Sean Watson situation. Oh, man, it's getting said about a day. Uh, again, uh, we can't say... We don't approve of the alleged behavior. We don't approve of that. That's not something right. we approve of. We're saying alleged because this man's not been... Uh, had a date in court and died all these accusations and... Alleged charges are pending right now. We said alleged because he hasn't been charged in the court of law. No, I, um, I wait for actual charges to be filed against this man. If they have all, they all, they always just random accusations right now. Mm-hmm. We're not saying we don't believe he's wrong, but we're saying we're waiting for this man to get uh, dead in court. Yes, we we believe in the Me Too movement. Uh, I just want to point out that this is a civil lawsuit, not, yes. not, a, cr- not, not criminal. a criminal case. Um. However, I will say that right now uh, things look a little bit difficult for Sean Watson. You, know, you have twenty-one different, you know, accusers, and um, that, that's very true. But we don't know how severe each accusation is. Something might be, hey, he patted me on the butt. I didn't like that, and something could be full-blown rape. We don't know what each accusation is. Right. We know that they're accusing him of sexual misconduct. Right, and all all this is alleged. Again, we weren't there. We don't have video proof of any of this, but these are all allegations against this man. All these are allegations, but aside from that, I just want to say, like, 
you know, uh, as a young black man, you have to represent yourself better and put yourself in better situations. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Sean Watson is a wealthy young man. You know what I'm saying? Golden man, pretty short, so he can pull whatever woman he wants. You know what I'm saying? Uh, get given this, given his own circumstances. Um, that's why I think it's just important to, to to understand your value and know who you are in society. All you know I would say is keep your hands to yourself. Do not touch nobody, and no means no. I don't care if she's saying it playfully. Like no, Most stop. Definitely. No, definitely. As, as soon as she say that, you stop. I'll go there. She being playful. I'll go there. What's going on? You stop. At that moment, everything stops. You shut down and you walk away. I'll keep saying no. I'll say like, no, you said no. It's no. And you walk the fuck away. Not only that, just not, don't put yourself in these, don't put yourself in, per, in these positions where, where things, things should be murky or where you could push yourself in a, a, a position to be exploited. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. You gotta put yourself in the in in the best case scenarios in all at all times. Wherever you're going to a club, um, wherever you're just doing these these one offs with with different different women. And of you course, some of these some of these accusers are like uh, massage therapists or something right. like that. stuff where people had to be intimate with you. That's the thing you don't know what goes on in those rooms. Uh, you might have just got her act regular massage, like oh, I'm gonna jump on the bed. Again, okay, we're not saying that that's what happened, but that is a possible scenario of what could have happened at that point. Again, we don't know what happened. We weren't there in that room, and all these accusations need to be taken seriously. Yes, most definitely. Because I mean. I mean, even though, you know, we may think, like, Deshaun Watson, like, he would never do something like that. You don't, I mean, you don't how, never how, know. How much do we really know? You, you don't you know, know a person unless you, unless, I, I don't defend anybody unless it's me. Like, I, I'll give people the reason why, like, okay, that may have happened, that may have, but I wasn't there, I don't know. But we also need to stop this thing in society where when, you know, whenever a man gets, gets accused of something that like he automatically has done something that wrong. Is, yeah. you know what we we always are quick to to um to uh criminalize um in in the, in the court of uh, pub, public public pain. pain. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Very I understand true. True. that women have been disrespected, marginalized, and victimized. You know, throughout throughout mankind. You know what I'm saying? Throughout, throughout history. history. Yeah. But however, we still have to r- remember that. People are people. People lie. And people are deceitful, and you have to let all the evidence play out before before you uh, m- um, m- make reasonable assumptions. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, yes, believe believe all women, but also believe all evidence. But I say take everything. I say take everything with a grain of salt till it's worked out in court. Right. right, right. If if it gets that far. If it gets that far. Sometimes it's like, look, we know you lying. You know you lying. But we're going to sell it outside of court. Sometimes the way that shit go, and people like, no, yes, that's the way the shit go. It'll cost you much less to settle out of court to actually go to the court trial. See, and that's also a thing too. If if a man sells out of court, 
that's all. That's all that assumption of guilt. Assumption that's not that always the case. That's not always the case. These some of these cases are really just. It, it, it's more. It's more money and more time consuming and more of a a drag on somebody to keep keep a, a case open. Then you know what I'm saying. Then um. Then you know once once it gets close, you know what I'm saying. You, that's less of a headache, a burden off of them. Yeah, because you can't. Who go, how you gonna count and see a broke person that's still on you? But you gonna get? No, they don't have nothing. So what you gonna get for if you count on them? Yeah, exactly. So it's it, so it's. But it's again, what I say this just, is the case. To, but these are just examples. Court and just you know keep it pushing. Again, what I say this is the case right here. We just said these are examples of things that happen in these type of situations. Uh, correct. So you know, I employ employ these young men uh, with with uh, with money to pay attention to to all your surroundings. You know what I'm saying, and try not to push yourself in these positions to where you push yourself in a position to be exploited. Yeah, I'm not that's... necessarily saying this is the case, but I'm just saying this is a possibility. Yeah, that's just good general knowledge to have right there. But that's crazy because some of these things cut me. Like if you if you, if I'm a injured player, I need a I need a day of massage to help work out the kinks of my muscles and shit. And that's a possibility. What am I supposed to be not get a day of massage? Like that, that don't make no sense. But that's a precaution you might have take. That's true. You but... might have say no. Uh, that's that's not how it's gonna go. No, I can't can't get that massage or whatever. But hey. Well, that's true, but also, I mean, that's also you know within the case, you know, saying uh, it's realized that he's seen different uh, massage therapists instead of like usually one uh, a person we just see one well, specific person well, for, for it, that it, service. It, it depends. It depends because you might ha- not have a good experience with that specific person. I've had massage therapists that weren't actually good masseuses. Mm-hmm. That and I had to get someone else to actually come in. Like they had the they had the degree, but they not good at their job. As mm. a thing, like you might they might have the standard of care that you actually want when you're going for that. Well, I mean, usually, you know, for NFL players, they usually stick to to one person because they would know 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 their body, you know, specifically. They, they need a certain person to really work the king king side of their body. Yeah, but the thing is it it takes time to actually build up that rapport or build that energy up with the person that's actually doing it. You don't go with one you don't go one time like, oh yeah, you know, like no, it takes unless you've been going there for a while, it looks like it's like the team, uh the team of season something. You don't have that type of I want to say connection, what is it? Uh rapport with that person. They might not know where to actually hit. Unless you go multiple times, and then you might be like, "Oh no, they're not doing it right." Yeah, yeah, this is a tough situation, you know. It's a tough situation. But again, these are all abstract possibilities. We're not saying that anybody's right or wrong in this situation. We're not casting any dag on the accusations anyway. We're saying these are all alleged things and possibilities that could happen or could have happened. We do not know. We're waiting for all the facts to come out. Most definitely. Anything? Uh, oh yeah, uh, news, news, news. Uh, uh, yeah, we have something major. There was a crazy, crazy thing down in Florida. Uh, 
where they had to declare a state of emergency because there was a leak at a, a sewage waste pond and it got into the water table and it's threatening to flood a place with uh, radioactive material down in Florida. The only place that hasn't been evacuated is a prison. I think like uh, was a half a mile away from where this pond is. Hmm. So, and this is this has happened what I think uh, a day or two ago. Like this is really ridiculous. It's uh, all over Twitter. If you haven't seen that, I'll send it to you now. But yeah, it's really really crazy. Like sounds really like, crazy. Uh, people are about to get some superpowers. So like me. Yeah, it don't sound like people got to get a whole lot of cancer. That's you. <laughs> so like to oh, me. It's, that's... Oh, God. They got to get that together. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Right? This I is mean, some wild, wild stuff. I'm like, trying to be on, on the beach, beach with some baddies. You feel me? <laughs> you trying, trying to swim, swim out there. You know, swim with the dolphins. Shit. You, you, <laughs> go, to, you go to Ocean City and swim with the dolphins. There ain't no dolphins in Ocean Dude, City. Dude, dolphins be out there all the time with dolphins. What are you, Ocean City, what are you talking about? They be out in the water all the damn time. No, I don't know. I haven't been there since, since I was like uh, three years old. So I mean, they, right. they're literally out there all the damn time close to shore. There might be sharks. No, no, no you can tell the difference between the shark and the dolphin, my bad. You can definitely tell the difference. Well, sharks, sharks are starting to those is off topic. So uh, they now they can swim into different uh, water to lakes and ponds, whether it's murky or clear. Yeah, but we talking okay. about we're literally talking about it being right there at the ocean. Like it's not like it's swimming into a damn pond. Well, I'm just saying. But uh, but I digress. All right, let's get to some. Let's see what else we got. Uh, okay, apparently, uh, Paul Pierce and uh, and ESPN to cut ties with each other. Yo, it's always ESPN on some bullshit. Like they're so self righteous, but uh, one year when when they did the uh, the fantasy football draft, they had. Nothing but but uh, pretty much white analysts uh, pick picking uh, black athletes. Oh, something like a, the, the little slave draft. I, I remember seeing exactly. something like that. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. That was a big uproar. That was a huge. I remember that. Exactly. I remember that. Fucking disgusting. Oh shit! They cast 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 all all the great you know black analysts you know out, out of the way for for. For some of the most minuscule things, I swear. Well, been, we don't know how it actually went. We they might be uh it might be Paul Pierce like look I don't wanna resign or something, so they parted ways. You know, that's not we don't we we don't know. We don't Paul we Pierce don't know, anything. but we know, Royal. We Paul know. Pierce ain't saying nothing. We know. We know. Um the only the only there's only a few black people that ESPN really likes. That's Stephen A. Uh, rest in peace, Stuart Scott. And Stuart Scott, the latter, yeah. Shit, I'm, shit they, did, they did. They did have a thing. They did have a thing with Whitlock. Whitlock, Whitlock, not allowed nowhere right now. Right. Oh yeah, and uh, Michael Wilborn. Th- those three. Yeah. Other than that, 
they can give a fuck about black people, really. It's kind of, kind of true, kind of true. Let's go. Uh, let's see. We had a uh, train crash in Taiwan that killed 50 uh, earlier today. Oh, jeez. Uh, that was wild. Uh, RP to those people. Hopefully, other, uh, other passengers are uh, safe. Um, let's see what else we got. We got... Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, foreign uh, workers are leaving the UK now because of the whole Brexit thing. They don't have no, they don't have no way to work, so they're leaving. Oh man, well, so where are they going? I have no idea, but they're leaving the UK. Are they coming to the US? Can they come to the US? I don't know when they're just leaving it. Uh, for what I say, they just leave the UK. I don't know if they go to. I'm thinking they go to other European countries, mm-hmm. but. The, is it, they say this is the biggest foreign worker accident since World War II. Yeah. Yeah, I feel sorry. It's only the, it's just um, pretty much directed towards because of the pandemic. I think there's Brexit, the pandemic, a whole lot of other stuff, but yeah, that's crazy. They lost all the people. Protect that whole workforce is going. leaving right now. Leaving the UK. That's crazy. That's crazy as hell. When do you think think that that these that our nations will you know as a whole you know the United Nations will uh, start to thrive again? Will try try to get back back to normal as far as like the economy and and uh, just being able to run a country um, right away. Granted, that might be like maybe that's not even the right thing. To All say right, no. no. Uh, no, the the, the, the old the old world is dead. We'll never get that again. Let's get that right 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 away. The old world, the old ways are dead. That's that's not going. That's not going to work. People are trying to make it run like that. That's that's not the way. It's not how it's going to work now. Things will change. Some things will stay, but most stuff from the way things are run back there need to go. Do you think we'll ever get 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 rid of debt? Are you talking uh, like debt in countries? Yes. No. So it's like... no, 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 never. What about for the people? Personal debt, that's that's on you, but if we're talking GDP like countrywide, no. Because a lot of countries run on that. Like, you see how much we, we send the billions and millions of relief. Well, we spend the billions and trillions of dollars to relief to other countries. Right. You know what's so fucking confusing is that <laughs> countries owe other countries. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. Everybody's in debt to everybody, which don't make sense because we have the ability to print money. People owe IOUs to us. We owe IOUs to other people. It's, it's wild. It's really wild. So, Royals, just tell me why we can't print up the money that we owe and call it a day. Why can't we? Why? Well, yes. why? Why is that a good idea to do that? Why? Why can't we? Well, we've seen with other countries, like you've seen some of the African countries, some of the South American countries, where the money is basically useless. If you're over, if you're overprinting it, your 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 currency is so devalued that it's basically just fire, uh, basically kindling for the fire. Mm-hmm. Like your 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 money doesn't actually equate to anything. 
Again, we've seen that with some African countries, some uh, South American countries, where their money was so overprinted and there was so uh, too abundant, where that its value was so devalued that it it lay it was worth more was worth less than dirt. It's always a supply and demand thing, but you don't want to have right. too much supply of money out there. You want to have a controlled situation where there's just enough to keep the economy going, but not enough where your actual monetary value of your bills is decreased. Of course, there's going to be some type of decreasing your bill depending on where you are economically or whatever, but you don't want it like take a huge dip or anything. There's gonna be at least like I say like one to five percent variance, I wanna say. Depending on exchange rate time, yeah, whatever, how economy is going, whatever. But it's about I won't say about that. But the exchange rate you don't want to do anything past that that's crazy. Royal, I'm not gonna lie to you. This might be like probably a broad statement or whatever, but like what the fuck are we doing as countries? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what, what, what's the end game? What's the goal? I don't know. You need to talk to them, <laughs> some economists, some sociologists, some people that are far more adept on this subject than I am. I was going to my limited knowledge, and I've gained throughout my years. Yeah. Again, we need to speak <laughs> some experts about these subjects. I'm not an expert on this. Yeah, damn, man. It's like you live... To, to only just live, live to don't I say like live in the ivory tower tower really like in terms of actually actually living you know what I'm saying it's like you have to have a job uh, make make this quote unquote income in, in order to be happy right no, you can always just leave it. Go be homeless if you if you want to. That's always that's always an option. I mean, that is an option. However, uh, are is that the way life really is supposed to be? It's supposed to be the haves and the half nots. No, that's always a, that's a choice for you to make. Or, as your choice, you make it. You got to decide how you want to live. Or. I mean, do you think do you think that we're really created to um, to normalize and in, in societal governments? Well, we've been conditioned in governments for years and stuff, so always they work. Again, you always have the choice to opt out. You can always go buy yourself some land and live off the grid and do what you want to do if you want to or live live as a homeless person. You do have choices. No one's forcing you to live in these systems if you don't want to. But again, it takes capital to do these things. I'm going to be homeless. I mean, homeless, you don't have to be, you don't need no money. But if you actually want to, if you actually want to, uh, oh, yes. I hate this thing, bro. If you actually want to opt out, you need money to actually go buy your land. Go get your uh, things in place like solar power, your your own water, like you need a well or water system. Set the pumps. Um, you would need to have a deed for your land rights. You need a lot of stuff, but again, most people will leave you alone. 
as long as your property taxes are paid and you ain't doing that crazy out there, most people leave it alone. You have to, you can opt out of it. You live, get yourself some cows and chicken and pigs and all else you want. Go get on vegetables, do all that shit. Which is very doable in the U.S. Again, we're talking about the U.S. here because that's where we're based. We're not talking about any other countries in the world. Correct. It's, but there's large swaths of land in the Midwest and uh, the South that are just they're ready to be brought up again. If you know if we, if that's the life you want, you can choose that. But again, you have to have the funds to do that. There is no oh, I'm just gonna go out there and do that. No, that's not how that works. And again, there's always homelessness. People will opt out, and you know what? You know what? Don't worry about money. Now. I'll just be homeless. No taxes, no nothing. You can live in a shelter. Go uh, live live uh. I will assume carefree. I don't know. I've never been homeless before. But live without any of the, yeah. without any of the, hey, Roy, any of the responsibilities of a regular person. Roy, you make homelessness seems seems like it's a walking part. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not saying that. I don't know what homelessness is. I've never been homeless. Thank God. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. But that is an option for people to take. Some people will choose it. Yes, it is a choice for some people. Most people don't. They just come on hard times with either addiction or mental issues, or sometimes they're veterans with a mix of both, and or just rather people that want to opt out of life. When I say opt out, I mean I'm like I don't mean killing yourself or anything like that or suicide. I'm talking about opt out of the responsibilities of life. That's what some people choose when they become homeless. They opt out of not, the, not responsibility. the responsibility of life, but the responsibility within the society. But we're talking about when, that, I, when I say life, in. I mean life in the society, not yet, not actually mm-hmm. out of your life. We're right. talking about life in a structured society. Correct. Yeah, let's make that clear. We're talking about life in a structured society. It's a good viewpoint, uh, Royal. Uh, prayers to those people in those unfortunate uh, circumstances. Yes, yes. Oh, um, apparently there was a landslide and what was it? A landslide and a flood and where is it? Where is it? I just seen it. Damn, I just seen it on my feet. This is this is put away. I want to say it's it's a foreign country. I don't know where it is though. I want to say South say Southeast Asia. That's not worse. I want to say Southeast Asia. Landslide meaning uh, what like um muddy. Hold on, hold on. What? It was a flood and a landslide. Uh, this country. I literally just see it on my day. What time? I don't see it anymore. Let me Google this. Hold on. So I know it literally just happened. Really, Rose trying to figure some things out. But um, yeah. Uh, prayers to to everybody who's in unfortunate circumstances. Um, again, we're still lo- living in uh, trying times with, you know, COVID-19. I just want to um, send a, another a public reminder, you know, to wash your hands, um, use Lysol, 
not to inject yourself, but oh yeah, uh, I found uh, it. I found it. It's it's uh Indo- yeah, it's Indonesia. Indonesia. There was a landslide flooding that killed forty one at least forty one people with dozens of people missing. Um, in Indonesia, East Timor. Okay. Prayers out to them, man. Hopefully they find those missing people. And RP to the ones that didn't make it. Okay. These, you know, national disasters are saying, uh, tough. They're very tough. Those, you know, really tough because you're helpless. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you it's not it's nobody's fault. You know what I'm saying? It's just the, the, way, the way of the world. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Bro, you think Think that um, think that North and South Pole Pole are going to switch um, soon. I don't know. Maybe the poles do what they like. The poles do whatever they want. Do the magnetic poles like, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna be this way. I'm gonna be that way. I'm gonna do whatever I want. But I think these hemispheres, you know, in the equator, that I think they're shifting. But that's something something that, that we also, you know, look up about who knows, uh Miami and Texas will really start being cold cold areas and Baltimore will be <laughs> <laughs> Um Oh yeah, I just yeah. seen something right here. Here we go. I picked the four people chosen to orbit Earth in the first civilian uh space uh mission. You tell tell us about this or few Two pods ago? Wait a minute. Is this when you had to pay $2 million? No, uh, I think somebody actually found the people to do it. Okay. They no, 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 no. The, uh, the five million one was the uh, the trip to the uh, space station. I don't know if this is the same people or not. Let's see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, what was that? Didn't they pick you, Roy? No, they didn't pick me, brother. I know they picked Let's you. Let's see. They have a doctor. Aren't you already in the galaxy? I know they picked you. Oh, they uh, want a SpaceX ship. Okay, it's for the it's for the launch in September, and it's a former child cancer survivor. I think two doctors. And these are these are uh, volunteers. You said. Yeah, these are four people that are going to be uh, going to space. Shit, I mean they can't get paid for it. How will when they get paid? But as a once in a lifetime mission to be a day going uh first of every day space. Yeah, but when you come home and shit, you know what I'm saying? You still got you still got bills and shit. One of them is a thirty-eight uh one of them uh, they, they are Jared Isaac man, he's a thirty-eight year old tech billionaire, philanthropist, pilot, and oh, uh chief executive of shift four payments. I guess it's a payment processing company, which I guess the crazy numbers how they got a bit there. Uh, it's Haley Arsenal, who was a 29 year old child cancer childhood cancer survivor and a physician assistant at St. Jude's. We have Doctor C and Proctor, who was a geo uh, geoscientist. Yeah, Proctor. Yeah, Proctor. <laughs> no, like I don't think he's like Proctor Gamble, but he's uh 
He is a geoscientist, science communication specialist, and an analog astronaut. I have no idea what the fuck an analog astronaut is. I'm going to look it up real quick. It's probably like something fancy for like, yeah, I work in uh, NASA, but I don't really got to do shit, but I make a lot of money. And again, this trip is going to be on a SpaceX uh, ship with a probably old company owned by uh, Elon Musk. They also have the Starlink, uh, which is their satellite internet company. And like I said, three trains. Oh, shoot. He tests spacesuits. Test spacesuits? Yeah. It's an analog astronaut that specifically trains spacesuit, spacesuit testers. As an extensive selection process, they run through with several more basic uh, training analog astronauts are used for technical tasks and ball simulations. So, damn, he an astronaut that don't go to space. That's cool. So, that's what an analog astronaut is. And the last person is Chris Sembrowski, who is, uh, he works at Lockheed Martin and is an Air Force veteran. So, he works for a military contractor company and he's a former veteran. That's cool. Uh, what's one of you think things gonna come in contact with a symbiote? I guess they have. A, I'm assuming they have a uh, protocol for that. They got a protocol for everything else. <laughs> they might as well. I, I I do I do believe that we might end up seeing some type uh, some topsy turvy type things as we keep on um, navigating uh, throughout space and um. And as as we continue to see more science science of extra extraterrestrial life, you know, uh plateauing around um you know our, our orbit. But that's just a thought. Well we'll see. We shall see. We shall see, my friend. Um uh, how was your Easter, Roy? It was dull. Nothing happened. All day was show the house. Oh man, sounds pressing, my friend. It was. Uh, it was the usual. Don't have me a sippy sip. A little sippy sip. That's right. Uh, oh, your vices. Oh, so you drink, drinking the pain away? No, I'm not drinking my pain away. Uh, I was just taking me a nice little sip of the whiskey, you know. Oh, I watched the. Uh, I watched the Ozzy Brothers versus. That's what I did on Easter. That was great. Oh yeah, we did see that. That was great. That was very much not more. That was very amazing to watch. One of the greatest verses I've ever seen in my life. One of the greatest? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, unless you had that because you, you know what I'm saying, 40 and over. But, uh... <laughs> R. Kelly versus, um... Let's see... R. Kelly versus Michael Jackson. Who you got? Damn. That that's not that that wouldn't be something I would like to see because they're not they're not contemporaries. So what do you mean <laughs> so versus is contemporary? Like the only person that would be a contemporary for Michael Jackson would be well, Prince. I'm just talking about hit for hit. But that's not who. That's not how verses go. There, it will be. It has to be a contemporary for verses. 
I'm I'm thinking of the all time greatest verses. Again, that what happened, but okay. We go ahead and hit R. Kelly. Oh, that man, yeah. that man, that man, <laughs> his pen is too prolific. He wrote songs for he even wrote songs for Michael Jackson. He wrote songs for everybody. The man is fucking legendary again. What he's done as a person, disgusting. We don't condone that. He is already be locked up in jail forever for the shit he did. We also a sex tape. He he loves to be in jail for that shit. But as an artist, man, he's he's. I don't know who the fuck touches him. The man print is ridiculous. Nah, that's correct. Like R. Kelly, his voice is fucking amazing. He's such a dirtbag. Like I said, his parents his pig name is freaking ridiculous. Like he did wrote so many hits. It's ridiculous how many hits this man has wrote. And I, we talk about not only for himself but for other people. People like his his his, his songwriting catalog is legendary. Yep, that's true. But his finances, his financial literacy is on negative. His everything literacy is on negative a thousand. <laughs> Which is fucking oxymoron. <laughs> but a man can write a damn hit song. I give him that. He can write a uh, damn hit song. Give him that. Um, well, what are some verses that they should look forward to? I want to see the SWV and escape one. That's gonna be good. Uh, there's a couple of ones. Let me see what else they got on here. Hold on, I put it up. I want to see the uh dip zap versus uh G unit. I would like that, or I would like to see 50 cent versus game, something, something of that sort. Hopefully we can get one. Oh shit! Question: Do you think Eminem will do a versus? I'll, I'll see him doing it. Oh damn! They just announced Method Man versus Red Man or Four Twenty. Yeah, yeah, I knew about that. I, I, I'm damn sure be watching that. I will be watching that. I got Method Man. Of course, method, man. not discrediting, not discrediting Red Man, not discrediting him at all. But yeah, I got Method on that. I've got that. Yeah, I respect Red Man. The man has a great catalog. But I've got that. What about Method Man versus Wendy Williams? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, <laughs> um, man. I'm so good. Do you think Justin Timberlake does the verses? And if so, guess who? Because only the temporary will be what? Usher? Usher, Justin Timberlake versus Usher. They both released at about the same time, about 14. 15. People keep forgetting that Usher didn't drop at 16. Usher dropped at like 12 or 13 with Diddy. Like 12, 13, or 14. That was his first album. Not the one that, uh, not You Make Me Wonder. You Make Me Wonder was like 16, 17. It's not his first album. People keep thinking, oh, that's his first album. That's not his first album. He dropped the album at like 14 with Diddy, an executive producer. Well, we gotta get one of them in a verse. I think Usher will, Usher will be his. Usher will be a good contemporary man. Yeah, we gotta see. We gotta see some. But shake, Usher man. will destroy that man. Huh? Usher will destroy that man. 
destroy Justin Timberlake. Destroy him. We're not talking about his group. We're talking about his shit, his solo shit. Usher destroy him. We're not including his group shit. Destroy, destroy him? him. Are you serious? Roy, Roy, no. Usher destroy that man. No. He, he wouldn't oh, destroy yes, him. Yeah. No. Even even though as bad as the man the fucking was was, he's not being just. He's not. He's not what. Oh, he destroyed that man. That's, that's a little way. That's a that deal. Well. Riddle me this. What, what is Usher's uh, greatest album? His greatest album. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What is his greatest album? What is greatest? Let's see. Let's see. What is Usher's greatest album? Let's see. Got a lot of good albums. I just got a lot of really, really good albums. Confessions one and two are great albums. Let's see. Yeah, Confessions is great. Uh Raymond versus Raymond was really great. 8701 was great. That's his third album. And then you will stop right uh, there. No, I'll go hard. Uh Hard to Love was a really good album. I'm not gonna say it was great, but it was a good album. His collab album with Zaytoven was fucking fire. That was fucking fire. I ain't gonna lie, it was a fire album. But for most people, they would say his greatest album would be like 87 or or Confessions. So you think that stacks up with Justin Timberlake? Uh, aside from NSYNC. Because we, we, we we're not going to count the group shit. Right. So you think that stacks up? Let's see. Let's see. That's up against Justified. Yeah. Against the 2020 experience. Yep. Against Fisher Sex and Love Sounds. Yep. Oh, you fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> You're fucking nuts. I sure got it. I sure got You're it. Nuts. That's my opinion. I have my opinion to be nuts. You do have you do have your opinion. Sometimes your Opinions might be false. That, that's that's you know that's all you. You, you that's all you. Yeah, your yeah, your opinion. You got your opinion. I got my opinion. We agree, disagree. We can't agree to disagree, my friend. But I'm saying, yeah, you, you gotta. I mean, I want a better opinion. But it's all So uh, this past week, have did you uh, see anything uh, really interesting? Interesting, interesting. Uh not really. I can't think of anything interesting I saw it last week. I probably did see something interesting. I literally can't think of nothing right now, though. Because he put in a spot like this, I really can't think of anything. Let me let me go back and That's see. Cool, man. That's fine. Uh. Podcasting as uh, where do you think podcasting go, goes from here? There are multiple places it could go. Like, it seems like everybody has their own podcast network or whatever. Everybody has their little little uh, 
stuff they do. There's no major conglomerate like it is in radio. With radio, there's only a couple of major players. Everybody else is literally a subsidiary of your Clear Channel or iHeart or something like that. Or of a big, it's only like two or three maybe big things in radio, terrestrial radio anyway. It said like radio was only Sirius XM. Uh, that's the only option for real. But so it's podcasting. I don't know where it could go. Some places like iHeart try to take it. Like they have their own network, and they, they actually re showing stuff that won't podcast on their terrestrial radio station. Like re airing it on there. Some places are doing like uh brand deals where they do like, okay, we're gonna do your podcast, we're gonna do a video, we're gonna do all that. It all depends on what's actually going on. Uh, there's many divergent paths for it, and no one knows what the future holds for it. But I think it's uh it's a genre, it's a section of communication that can only expand from here. Do you do you foresee people give, giving up their IP in order to chase a bag in podcasting? Uh, of course, some people will. Some people already have. Like uh, Charlemagne, he he went fifty fifty with them with iHeart Media with his own, I guess, technically network, mini network on there. People will give up their IP for. Uh, for the bag, if I was a creator, I wouldn't. You th- you think think that uh, selling your subscription, like pretty much like an OnlyFans scenario, of selling your own content directly to consumers, is probably still still the best way. Uh, that's the best way. That, well, build, well build, building up your that's the best way if you have the audience for that. If you actually have built a solid solid. Uh, platform and have the catalog and have the fan base together, that is the best way. But if you're just starting out or you're someone that doesn't have the fan base, no, it's not the best way, but I still don't feel you should sell your IP if you, if you can't go that way yet. I say do a partnership deal. If, if you're big enough, but not big enough to have like that type of sway, you do a partnership deal where you assign to whatever company you are and you get majority split of it, you keep your IP after a certain amount of time. They do not keep your IP. They're just written it for that amount of time, like a year or two, whatever, how long it is. And you retain the rights to it, but they own the streamer rights to it and the rights of personal refusal for that set period. That's the way I would do it if I, if I was in a position of power to have it like that. But again, you never give away your IP. You can exactly. lease it. You can lease it to them, like like what I just said, but never give it away. Never say, hey, you got whole ownership with this and you want it. No, 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 no. You're, I'm letting you rent my IP for this amount of time. I get paid this. It's going to be exclusively on here. This is what you get, but I'll, I'll retain full ownership and full rights to use it. And at this time period, you may use the past projects that you have, but nothing before that, nothing afterwards. And I still retain the right to use it on any other platform I want to after this set period. It's not exclusive to you, but you have the first right to it during that period. Right. And and that's how, you know, niggas in the you know, music industry, um, you know, 
these these label heads were able to 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 monopolize off of the back backs of the creators. That's and, the way you would do it if you have a fairly decent audience, but you aren't top tier yet. At least with me, I would. You don't ever sell your IP to anyone. That's how you make your money on front end and back end. But you know, a lot of people are just chasing that fast money instead of that, you know, a long term wealth. But I mean, to each his own, you know what I'm saying? You never know what situation somebody really is in. But I think we want for this next generation is to show a way that hey your your IP is, is the most valuable thing thing that you can that All I'm you saying can is don't don't sign up don't sign up three sixty deal these companies are trying to get you in on. It's like the record contract. Do not sign a three sixty deal you podcast. Do not give up your rights to your stuff. That's all you own. All right, let's say you have a podcast called the uh, the drunken guys and they get brought out by somebody like uh iHeartMedia or Barstool Sports or uh or one of these other bit or Spotify or somebody like that. You know, they're big companies and they own the rights to that. After you leave, you can leave, but they own the rights to that brand. That's their thing. So they can put anybody else in place to run it. After you leave. You say, "Oh, I'm, you had to start a new podcast and name it something else and start from the bottom again because you left because they own your they own your property." Well, That's what don't, you don't, don't want. You don't want to become a boss and then turn into a worker. Period. You know you don't want the, you don't want that ever to happen because that's what that's going to happen if you sign one of those deals. And again, have a lawyer read over everything. We're talking about an entertainment lawyer here, someone that's good with entertainment contracts and know what they're doing in the business. Don't get any lawyer, you know, what a civil attorney, a criminal attorney, what someone that's specific to that niche market and familiar with the, those agreements to actually help you out. Because you don't want to say, hey, my cousin is a uh, tax attorney. They can do that. No, that's not their specific uh, field. That's not what they're good at. They're a lawyer, but that's not what they're good at. Yeah, a lot of times people just hire anybody while doing any uh, extensive background checks <clears throat> or getting any uh, real good Yelp reviews. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but definitely uh, handle your business. Um, also, uh, make a lot of calls and conversations, and and just uh, try to try to give yourself as many options as possible. And hopefully, the options doesn't ha- doesn't dictate you giving up your IP nope. in nope. the process. You can you can hand them over. You like, are oh, you get a piece of it, or I'll rent it to you? But do I give away <laughs> your whole IP? Also, register and trademark your podcast or whatever name before someone else does. Cause you could have it there, but somebody else got that got that copyright or trademark on it. That's theirs, right? Um. Also, um, what I want to get to, like, you know, it's important to um check on everybody's mental health. You know, what I'm saying mental health is a huge issue that we have. Um, not only here in the U.S., but you know, in the world and. You know, saying um, a lot of people dealing with depression, anxiety, um, 
It's real tough. I just want to um, tell people that it's okay, okay to tell tell people how you're feeling. Um, you can go out and seek therapy. Really try try to uh, figure out what's best for you in order for you to to cope. You know, cope with society. Uh, you know, with the way where your life is going, and figure out the things that trigger you and figure out the things that, you know, make you happy and, and make you feel like, feel like you have a purpose in life. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I know, uh, a lot of people died, you know, because of suicide because they couldn't necessarily take the pressure, you know, of the things that are happening in their life or, just dealing with society and in a whole. Um, so I just want people to to really vent, um, seek help. You know, saying don't don't be afraid to speak out, uh, especially not during this time in the pandemic where we're supposed to be you know socially distancing from each other as much as possible. Um, Also, even you know, with the vaccine, you still have to still have to be careful out here. I'm saying vaccine is not a cure. You're not cured from it. It just lowers your uh, effects if you do catch it. Still got masked up. Still got to use hand sanitizer. Most definitely. Uh, Roy, how do you uh, handle uh, uh, how do you deal with your mental health? Let me think about that. Hold on. Okay. Well, he's thinking, um, for my mental health, I think this podcast has definitely uh, been uh, very therapeutic for me. Uh, week in, week out, just uh, watching my opinions on things and just really just being able to decompress because, you know, I have a myriad of things that I have to get done and it feels like it's you know just a little bit of time to get, get things done just in general. Not only that, also building relationships, uh keep keeping relationships in, in in a good space and figure out my next moves of how, how I wanna transition in you know in, in my lifestyle. Um these are just just things that that can make your head spin just go topsy turvy and I use this use this platform as a, as a vessel to really decompress and just just to just to say how I'm feeling about certain things that interest me one we you know clearly we talk about you know carrying carrying event things so that also Helps me, helps me with that, you know, stay in the loop of things as well. So I, I think that, um, I, I, you know, I love this podcast. It's definitely has been a, a, a space where I feel most comfortable at and something that I've learned to really grow into to doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a real um, humbling thing. 
something I, I don't take lightly. And I'm saying, it, 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 you know, what I'm saying it makes me happy. Um, I regather your thoughts. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to speak on this. All right, uh, well, I try to stay in a, in a positive mood most of the time. Try to think about what I have going on for me, not what I don't have. Uh, I have a small circle of people that I speak to about certain things. Um, I try to not let things I can't control control me. Which is hard. That's something I had to learn that there are things in this world that I can't control, but I control how I react to them and what, how I let it affect me. And that's mm-hmm. something I had to learn. And I'm continuing to learn that every situation that could be shouldn't have to affect me the way that I think it should. Like, I was. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get into it, but it was it was some stuff I was reacting to that I didn't have a reason to react the way I was. Is I felt a certain way, and I've, I'm currently training myself not to feel that way currently, or not reacting the way that I currently that I formerly was, because it wasn't it wasn't something that was a healthy use of my time. I say that. It wasn't a healthy use of my time or my energy. Reacting to stuff that I couldn't actually change. And it's weird because it's, it's things that you feel you can, but if you take a step back and look at it, you're like, no, that's something I couldn't actually change. And nothing I can do about these things, like circumstances. But at the moment, you feel you can. Like, like, the, like the way I'm, I'm treating the world, I can't do anything about that. The way I perceived in the outside view of myself, I can do nothing about that. And it makes you feel a certain type of way. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, Lee, but it's nothing you can it's it's, it's yeah, nothing you, you can do about that. So I just control what I can control and let whatever else be how it's gonna be. Because I can't control the world's perception of me, I can only control how I perceive myself and the actions that I take every day. Right, because it's like it's like you gotta. I guess we all understand, you know, our our more our mortality, in the sense that a lot of things are just out of our control, but we can only control our reactions to them. But it just seems as though like. It just seems like the things things that we might seem seem to be rational or logical are just not reality. Yeah, that's the thing. Once you take a step back from it, like, oh, I can't do anything. I'm doing all this to try to change this and no matter what you do, it doesn't change certain things. So it's like you have to you have to mm-hmm. redirect your energy in a different way. Yeah, because I mean that's a stressor. That's a but that's but that's the thing, like if you that... don't if we don't take that step back, you don't notice that that's something you can't change. Like you like, oh, I can I can change I I can change how they perceive me, how I'm looked at, but nothing you do will change how 
you're perceived by the world or other people. All you do is put your best self forward and let that be what they see. If they want to see it, they will. If they don't want to see it, they won't. Yeah, like it's like a woman who's who's been per- permissionless has done changed her total lifestyle. She's not fasting more. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Like what you may perceive as to who she was prior to is not what is currently right now. So you have to approach her, you know, with respect and dignity and stuff like that. Uh, what are you saying? Don't be disrespectful here. Look, man. Everybody deserves a modicum of respect, man. You shouldn't be always disrespecting people. Uh, you they the holiest hoe you ever did the whole the universe. You just still treat them with the with the least human decency. Yeah. I, I all day long. <laughs> Even if she twerks her ass on IG all day long, it don't matter. You still got to respect. Say, be disrespectful here. <laughs> but no, I just try to stay right. in, a, in a good place, and when I'm not, I shut the world out. I'll just not respond to stuff. I will. I'll disappear for a day or two. I'll just take a break from it all, like not be on the game, not be on the phone, and also I mean, I'm on nothing. I'll just take a break from everything. I'll call a couple people and be like, "Hey, I'm not gonna be. You ain't gonna hear from me in a day or two." But what do you do during that break? Are you watching TV? Are you sometimes writing? I just sit there and meditate. Sometimes I read. Sometimes I just sleep. But I just be disconnected from. I'll literally disconnect from everything, and just be off the grid for a day or two. Like not checking Twitter, not on Facebook, not on Instagram, not on anything. And what do you feel from that? Do you feel? less anxiety from that? Do you feel um, do you feel like a sense of uh, decompression from society feel, uh, when you do that? Well, when I do this, I feel like I'm not over as overloaded with information as, as I am. The thing is, okay, we've all known that certain things happen in the world, right? This certain stuff has been known for mm-hmm. decades, but now we have, inf- we have access to everything going on everywhere. So it was like it was, it was a fist fight right. and a bar like halfway across the world. I could see it some type of way. Or fair the day I don't know about it. So you feel like you got information Most people feel that way, I, I assume. Because you have access to everything. That's, that's the thing. Like you sometimes you need to disconnect. Sometimes you don't want information. Yeah, but. Yeah, it also makes me feel like sometimes, like I know for I know for me, um, as far as like YouTube, I got like a lot of YouTube subscriptions. And I feel like shit. I didn't see this and see that and see that. And mine is only twenty four hours in the day, so man, I feel like shit. I don't feel like I have to process all this stuff all the time. Which mm-hmm. is what we're doing. We're processing all this new information all the time and don't take a second to actually say what did I actually process? What am I putting inside of my brain? What is how is this affecting me? What am I actually learning or what am I feeding myself? For my feeding my 
Right. Yeah, we're not. We feel like we're not filtering. Uh, there are no filters, so you have to be the self filter. That's the thing. Oh. You have to figure out how you filter this mm. information you're receiving. Because right. it's, every it, there's nothing it's, locked up. There's not. nothing that's not available right now. So you have to say, okay, what do I want to take in? What don't I want to take in? Do I want to actually process it, or do I want it to be, uh, be a temporary tangential thing where it just goes in and comes right out? Like, oh, that's just a, like that's just a headline, or that's something I want to deep dive into. That's the thing you have to. You are your own self filter, and you are what you are what controls the access of what you see. Yeah, that's one of my problems I have, like, sometimes with people on Clubhouse. Not to necessarily plug Clubhouse, but, like, um, a lot of people really air out their business onto to this app amongst a whole bunch of people. Or it'd be a lot of times where people just, you know, have conversations about things that really just don't matter at all. And, just, and it feels like almost like they may maybe wasting time with like pointless banter, you know, saying the group. But I digress from that. But you know, anytime you use Clubhouse, it's just for um, purposes of you know business or just to really um, hear people on certain certain topics like that. And that's one of the things that, uh, to you know to which you're speaking with as far as uh, self filtering, knowing you know saying whiz was useful and you know what's not useful you know saying that's one of the things that i've learned to do you know as as i get a, get older as far as know know what what things are important to me and what things things you know are not important and um and and it's it's difficult for people of all of all of age ranges you know saying like i'm only 29 but there's people who's 39, 40, 40 years old, you know, on Clubhouse all day, every day, just having, having, you know, gossip conversation of things, things that just help happen on social um, media. Like but I said, when I when I just connect, I feel I, when I come back, I actually feel refreshed. Like okay, I actually, I'll sit there and think about what I actually consume. Like okay, how am I feeling right now? Was this? Was that? Was this? Was that? Now I just feel like I have a I understand what I've actually felt, what I've consumed during that time period. Also, I uh, I can't sit around and be on something where there's just gossip and talk and all that other stuff. I don't find that productive. Me myself as a man, I don't believe any man should be out there doing that. You have you should have something to do. You shouldn't have to have. You should have. Five, six, they say a lot like, oh, you see what's going on with such and such and this going on and that going on and that going on. Unless you're like a news reporter or a blogger or something, I don't see why you should be doing that. Again, it's just my personal opinion. I I don't do that, but if that's what right. you want to do, go right here. But that's not something I I can do. I can't do that. Like it's, it's trivial nonsense to me that I don't want to have anything to do with most of that stuff. Most definitely wrong. <laughs> so yeah, that's something I try to filter out. Like unless it's something like <laughs> we had to talk about, I try to leave that where it lies. 
Most definitely. Like, um, we gotta put we gotta put things in perspective. You know, saying we're we're not promised. You know, we're not promised a certain amount of time. You know, what I'm saying it's a lot of people who have passed before that time. Um, so you gotta make the most use of you know every sec- second that that you have and make it as as meaningful meaningful as possible. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I had had to, you know to say for. I'm saying this episode. Uh, uh, any any more topics? Uh, um, let's see, let's see. Do we have anything more to talk about? Let us see, let us see. Uh, let me check real quick. Hold on one second. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, we talked about the uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the was it the Supreme Court that said that if you were uh if you were drunk or high you got raped, you can't be uh you're liable for it because you were already drunk and high before that shit happened. Uh, yeah, you did tell me that. Uh told me that off air. That was a uh, wild shit. Let me see if I can find the actual article about that. That yeah. was a really, really wild shit right there. Yeah, this said uh, if you were if you are okay. Came into a situation that pretty much where you were inebriated, but what is the other person that has to, uh, or the other people have to I don't know that. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Oh, here we go. All right. It was the uh, it was the Minnesota Supreme Court that says rape victim was too intoxicated to consent, but aren't uh, aren't incapacitated. They said it said a willingly a willingly intoxicated victim is not incapacitated. That means you super drunk, but you're not incapacitated. You did this to yourself. That if you drink yourself into a stupor, that means you drink yourself into a stupor when you when you damn near blackout drunk. But you're not blackout drunk, but you're damn near blackout drunk. And I come and some and someone, I'm not gonna say me, someone comes along and rapes you, they're not liable because you put yourself in that state. What the fuck? So 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 what? Oh my! That's a real thing. Uh, again, this is what the uh, and apparently the person that did this is facing a misdemeanor rather than a felony. If you are uh, raped or sexually assaulted or whatever, the person that voluntarily intoxicated. Oh. Oh, it says a person who sexually assaults a voluntarily intoxicated person will likely face a gross misdemeanor rather than a felony, meaning that would not be placed in the uh, predatory offenders registry. So, I mean, if you rape somebody that's in, in Michigan, you rape somebody that willingly got themselves drunk or high, and they're not technically out of it, but they're super drunk or super high, but they're not blackout drunk, but they're not responding to anything, and you do talk to them, that's a misdemeanor, you ain't going to put a registry. Well, it's a wild day of shit. Yeah, that's, 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 that
Because you shouldn't be out here sexually assaulting and raping people, but that's what they say. And again, go look this up. This is wow. the Minnesota. Oh. No, I, I say Michigan. My bad. It's the Minnesota Supreme Court. I, my bad if I misspoke or just say Michigan. It's Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota Supreme Court. This is uh, what case law, I think. Again, I don't know lawyer, but this is this will be cited in the in other places. And yeah, look this wild shit up because it is wild. So, so is that the definition of victim shaming, really? Uh, you're not shaming a victim. You're not saying you chose to be drunk, and they chose to fuck you, and uh, chose to rape you. So, uh, yeah, deal with it. They look. That's literally a law that. Just, like, uh, look, you chose shaming. to be that. You put yourself in that situation. Who told you to get that drunk high when you couldn't consent to it? Who told you? you they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't root for you. They didn't do nothing. You chose to do that. <laughs> nah, that that's what the, nah, the law nah. said. Look, you got yourself <laughs> drunk. They didn't root for you. They didn't put nothing in your drink. They didn't do nothing. You was drunk. You was high. And they chose to rape you right there. And that's going to be a misdemeanor. Not the and, and again, we, again with us, Who's ever agreeing agree to, to that bullshit must must be again. It's like oh, it's, this, is mis- this is this is misdemeanor assault. You chose to be drunk yeah. like that. That's, like, that's, that's what you chose. You disgusting. chose to be that damn drunk. They might chose to be drunk, but they again, when we ain't saying that, that's that's what, that's what the, the Minnesota Supreme Court like said. We ain't saying that. That's what the Minnesota Supreme Court said that, not us. Correct. And again, look not this us. up for yourselves. It's easy Google. It's wild as hell that was like, I'm like nobody talking about this. Like nobody talking about this. Yeah, because too busy having to fucking work fucking nine to fives just to barely make that's, rent. That's some super wild shit that's right that. there. But that is super wild shit. And again, hopefully they they <sighs> figure this shit out. Again, don't take our word for it. Google it yourself so you can read the whole article and see what the exact law say. Because we might be misquoting this. I don't think we are, but we may be. So again, go research yourself. The Minnesota Supreme Court, the hell just ruling. It's very easily Googleable. Hey, Roy. <laughs> Enough of this. Um, any um uh let's see. Uh, any other news? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh where is it? Where is it? Did I actually? Oh, damn. I deleted the news article. Let's see. Hold on. I, fuck, of course, I fucking deleted the news article. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, oh, the, uh, the officer is on trial for George Floyd uh, still. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is perfect. Bless. 
segment. Yeah, um, definitely been uh, keeping keeping tabs on on the trial situation. Uh, one of the articles I've seen was the cashier pretty much feeling feeling responsible for George Floyd's death because it up saying that he's not even sure whether um whether the uh, twenty dollar bill that George Floyd handed him was was real fake. And uh, if he didn't, if, if that call to police didn't happen, George Floyd was still, po- still be possibly, alive. possibly. Yeah, so that's. But well, well, we know he wouldn't possibly. have died by a police force well, if he had ever called. We know he wouldn't have died that way. We don't know if he correct. would still be alive, but he might not have died that way. Yeah, mm, yeah he would not have died by, by the knee of. Fucking uh, 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 even the chief so. of police was like, "We don't teach that whole. We stopped teaching that like twelve years ago, and that's very illegal and very wrong to use. Like that's something that go against everything you trained. We go against policy. We don't, we don't tell people to use that shit." Of course, it's mighty convenient, you know, after the passing of George Floyd. It's just so sad that um, these situations happen to, you know, people in general, but most importantly, people of color. And, of course, you know, I feel like the same shit always happens, which is the white officer gets off and and the family who has to have to mourn to try to get death, death of, of their... Uh, that family member, I was saying, have to cope cope with cope with a murderer being being off damn near for the rest of their life until till they do yeah, something else, loot or whatever. And you know, saying there's no amount of money that 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 can no, your, your life is priceless. That you person's can't put life, on your life. You know, what I'm saying. So it's very upsetting, and and it just feels feels like. People, people of color, get get always get yeah. the short and the sick when it when it comes to justice. That we ever even get, get a chance, chance to see justice. Yeah, so prayers, prayers go out to George Floyd and you know his family. Um, prayers out to people who uh, who's uh, dealt dealt with these situations as far as like. Uh, Police brutality and and you know, p- police you know a- attacking or you know um, escalating pretty much non non violent yeah. uh, you know. Hey yo, so, this is wild. Uh, I'm just seeing this shit. Hold on. Uh, I mean, so apparently Utah is passing a, a new law that says fathers are required to pay fifty percent of pregnancy costs. That includes pregnancy-related medical costs, health insurance, and health insurance premiums. Yeah, it's wild as hell. Like, what about what oh, about wow. paternity is at the speed? Oh, it, okay. It's saying in cases where a child's paternity is disputed, the father won't need to pay until the paternity is established. Fathers will also not be liable to pay for abortions carried out without their consent. Except the cases of rape or where the mother's life is endangered. 
So if you get pregnant and you decide to have an abortion and your life in danger, I got to pay for that shit? That's wild. Uh, Yeah. Well, go That's sign up. That shit, bro. That's by the way. The lamb won't be moving to um, Utah. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't have no well, kids out there, bro. I rap with them all the time. Much. You know, playing me out there helping people every day. Yeah, yeah. You can keep telling hey, that to listen. I, I have them zero children out there in this room. Zero. It's all good. Donna, they, they was all throat babies. They, they, they mm. died that throat. They died that throat. Third baby, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that pretty much concludes this episode. Um, I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in each and every week with us. You know, what I'm saying we always going to try to give you guys new and you know great and exciting content. Um, again, I want to thank Royal, you know, for no problem, no problem, you know, saying being a great, great podcast, a great, great podcast. I believe we, I believe we touched on some things that are very much needed to be great touched podcast. on this week. Most definitely, most definitely, this is definitely a, a great way to kick off the second, yeah, co- so. the second quarter so. of uh, this year. And um, and uh, we just want to keep pushing, man. We got we got a lot more things to talk about. I'm pretty sure a lot more good, bad, and and different things are going to happen. You know, throughout the rest of this year, man. Just um, hopefully that we'll still be around to, yeah, to, hopefully, to hopefully. you know to tell tell the story. You know, tell tell the vessel. You know, God willing. Uh, again, uh, we just want to encourage everybody to stay safe, wear your mask. You know, saying. Um, um, uh, hand sanitizer, you know, all, all the good things, social distance, whether you're vaccinated or, or, or not, like just, uh, make, make sure that you're looking out for, for, uh, everyone, yes, yes, yes. uh, within the society, you know what I'm saying? It's most, mm-hmm. stick to your so, protocol, stick to your protocol. Even you know if you're saying? vaccinated, uh, you are not safe. You are still protocol. at risk. You're still at risk. Even from pe- you your service with people that are asymptomatic carriers, even if you are vaccinated. So they're not like, oh, I had the vaccine, I'm safe. No, you are not safe. I couldn't tell you, you know, any better than myself. Um, but again, I thank each and every one of you guys. Uh, thank you, uh, first time listeners and our, our, and, uh, our international uh, audience as well. Um, yeah, we're gonna be back, you know what I'm saying? Probably with, well, probably with a new guest, but we'll see. <laughs> but I think, but again, thank you guys. Um, this is simply awesome podcast, yep. you know what I'm saying? One love, and uh, 